0: Time to abandon ship. Here we go. Can
1: I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. here. Jar Jar, homie, my Uh, main uh, man, quickly. uh, Before the Separatists attack,
2: uh, get into uh, the escape uh, pod. Hey! This
0: is escape, then wear the patch. Jesus Ah.
1: Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. You want some soup? Don't you agree?
0: landing
2: all right welcome back to star wars escape pod we got a uh, brand new episode of the mandalorian to chat about chapter 14 of the tragedy and uh, i'm gonna do that with uh, our friends here in the escape pod we got blake welcome back blake
1: hey man thanks for having me on it's always a fun time i looking forward yeah. to this
2: one. Oh yeah for sure uh and bryce uh welcome back hello hello everyone and it's been a long time but uh calvin's back as well welcome back yeah calvin. you guys
0: you guys may remember me from the phantom menace episode i believe um i think it was our highest our highest viewed episode right and and a real uh a real spike in the views and then and the fan following yeah, so i'm that's here right I'm back
2: that's He's right I, everyone exploded. everyone knows calvin yeah, everyone knows Team calvin, calvin?
0: calvin. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> the the one and only,
2: the one and only. Um, so, what did you guys What do you guys think of this episode? Because, like, I mean, for the first time in in ever, I guess, aside from the Clone Wars and the animated shows, like, we actually get some real Boba Fett action in this in this show. It's been a long time and, coming. Yeah, it's something a lot of people have been waiting for.
1: I don't know. I thought he he was better in Return of the Jedi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. I feel like
1: that was a better send off Maybe like, we should have stuck
3: to that
2: <laughs> I saw so many comments Online from people like Finally that stupid ending For him in Return of the Jedi is overwritten
1: <laughs> Yeah that's fair People have been upset about that for what 40 years Like it's been oh, a yeah. long time
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah like, it's...
1: <laughs> I always thought it was so, so funny Because like this, like character it was just like this background character at first and it she becomes like a fan favorite and then george just kills him off in, like the most <laughs> like <pleb-like> way possible
3: <laughs> it would be, like, it, <laughs> go ahead. it'd be kind of like because you know what they're probably like halfway done filming return of the jedi as boba fett's becoming this like fan favorite and i'm sure george is just sitting there like Oh, oh crap! They're not going to be happy with the way <laughs> <laughs> with with what I've done no, here. I'm oh no! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to be good. I, I feel like his character.
0: His is, I feel like his character is is popular though because he died that way. Like I feel like that has been like the fact that he survived the Starlight Pit has been like unofficial fan lore, and I don't know maybe it was made official at some point, but at least uh, pre Disney, it make was make like it unofficial you. fan lore, and now it's now it's canon. Now it's like Disney canon.
1: It's true. Was it ever George Lucas canon before? Because it was in the novels, so I don't know. I guess before there was that weird tier of canon, wasn't it? So it was like...
0: Well, everyone was just writing Star Wars books. Yeah,
1: yeah. but George had to sign off on it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure how that relationship worked with... I mean, I, I know that he had the ability to go in and say what he didn't want, Um but yeah, I don't. I don't think he knew all the details. I mean, he's the kind of guy that just things just kind of went by. But if it, it, it was something big, like killing off a main character or whatever, then then I think he was he wasn't told he was I told think, to. I think he definitely would have been involved in
3: the decision whether or not to bring back Boba Fett.
2: Hmm.
3: And I think that happened fairly early on that a book came out. Yeah, I'm gonna say like the the, the the yeah the late '80s or the the mid '90s where the. I yeah, think
1: it the was book, the Mandalorian trilogy, I think it's called.
3: Yeah, it was the book that features Dengar kind of for the first time, right? That yeah, right. Like the yeah, uh, yeah. Bounty Hunter novels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dengar yeah. like finds him and nurses him back to health or whatever. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I think yeah. that without without Boa Fett, I don't think we would have the clone troopers. We wouldn't have like for sure. the Mandalorian lore. Um like that whole like uh It's really
1: that did piss off a lot of people when they revealed that Boba was like a clone,
2: mm. right? Right. I don't know what? why he doesn't even have his own identity. He just, why was yeah. There's yeah. Thousands <laughs> No, of I think, no, like, I think uh, you're right though. Like, like a lot of the the original, even concepts of having the Mandalorian stuff just came from Boba Fett, right? Yeah, that's um, interesting. I haven't really thought about that. That kind of thing. I mean, just the design I've, of the yeah. helmet
0: that the that the clone troopers ended up having was. In, meant to be inspired by that right yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah and then going back even further to kind of the the ralph mccoy concepts um there was uh, originally a plan in place to have boba fett as this this white armored guy which uh which i think prior to being a bounty hunter (laughs) oh really okay yeah Yeah. so like prior to being a bounty hunter he was uh he was supposed to be i think what george maybe have referred to as um, a super trooper or something yeah and uh Mm -hmm. yeah and they were basically like imperial uh troops troops that yeah yeah like elite troops kind of thing and and hasbro black series um more recently, launched uh, the Boba Fett scaled one-to-one replica helmet, and they also launched a white one alongside that to kind of pay tribute to that to that costume. And there's there's early footage online of of like those super kind of. Uh, Uh, Test test armor foot, you know, like the when they try the costume on, but it's not finished yet And uh, his cape was like that Star Wars beach towel and everything so it's gone as far as them making like an action figure for this for this thing and uh, people dress up that way at at uh, Celebration and stuff. I know that when we were there we we saw a couple of people uh, With with the the proto Boba Fett look to them okay Um, Sorry to keep them apart
1: because there's there's so many Mandalorians
2: (laughs) yeah but to me what's interesting is that even though boba fett is like it's like what calvin said like he's this guy that that kind of inspired all this extra stuff that came after but uh like the original concept of him being this like super trooper kind of person then kind of later rolled into django fett being the template clone and so and and you know and and i think uh when he had his armor done up for attack of the clones it was also white before i think they, they or i think they were going to go with like a white look and then the raw material came out silver or something and and i read something along the lines of that george actually liked the look of the raw the raw silver the metal. and so it, yeah so it just stayed that way instead but and then that um, became beskar later on i guess so yeah so uh yeah it's it very interesting.
0: interesting uh the Bo- i mean we know this already but it's interesting that both that would have changed to, to like change the color of his armor from like blue to green so
1: well, that's a metal yeah. rain thing so yeah.
0: Actually,
1: they uh, they all have their own kind of custom armor and they usually paint it to match their clan.
2: Right. Uh yeah, and and it's I think it's just like it's it's something that that they've kind of made more clear as time has gone by with uh, uh with Star Wars Rebels, you know, they had Sabine who was a character who loved painting everything. And uh at first I was kind of like, what the heck? Like there's this character that has this, you know, obsession with like you know artsy artsiness and stuff but it's how I guess dare it's a part they how their, dare they
1: have an artistic star wars character
2: yeah 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 i know right but i guess it's a part of their culture because then in this show i think it's the first time we really see like all these mandalorians with very different like types of armor paint and like all this extra stuff and uh different shapes of helmets and everything because in the animated shows i guess you know they just recycle models right because it's cheaper so yeah everyone just looked the same like all the all the troopers and everything for for the death watch and for um just you a know, few
1: custom random characters or like hero that's about it
2: yeah but the shapes are all generally there and you know it's it's uh it, it's a little less kind of unique right but then in this show it's like oh well now it actually looks like the the fan costume group you know just in star wars so uh i think a lot of people appreciated the fact that they actually went as far as doing that but um okay, it explains but here, a little here's more a question so. though
0: you're you're boba fett your dad Django takes you to geonosis to watch an execution he he presumably kills a jedi knight in an asteroid field and you watch him get his head cut off in front of you you pick up his armor and then you're like nah i don't like the blue i'm gonna paint it green i feel like i feel like as a kid you watch your dad's head get chopped off in front of you like i don't know <laughs> to me that's like dishonoring the memory of like painting it <laughs> painting it a different color after that
2: yeah i, I not I, I, I see where you're going with this um there's
3: I a don't lot the of i like, feel kind of traumatized by the memory of that though i almost would maybe want to said like like distance
2: myself from <laughs> that
1: that's fair
2: yeah so, so in the in the show um he does he does boba fett does have a story arc through the clone wars and uh he shows up uh a a decent amount of times to the to the point where i would say he actually does have like this overarching story um which kind of takes him from this hothead kid who's trying to get revenge on mace windu and kind of takes him to this next level where he's actually like a like a bounty hunter kind of in his own right and uh and the and, and, and the, also the reason why he gets this kind of Western flair to him. And I think I brought this up before, maybe at one point on the show. I forget when. But um, in one of the canceled Clone Wars arcs, there was going to be a story where him and, and Cad Bane, who in the Clone Wars show is like this Western cowboy kind of bounty hunter. And he's like the, the galaxy's like most number one badass guy. And, um, and they have kind of like this, this mentorship going on. And uh, I think a lot of that kind of rubs off on Boba. And Cad Bane is the one who, who has the spurs and the hat and you know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, and, uh, and, and by the end of the arc, they actually kind of have this rivalry. And I don't really know what happens, but Boba has like this sense of honor and, uh, and Cad Bane doesn't. And so they actually are at odds with, with some sort of scenario. And uh, they end up in this really classic kind of Western shootout. And Cad Bane kind of whips out his gun and takes a shot at Boba and vice versa and stuff. And that's the reason why Boba gets a dent in his helmet. And Boba ends up killing Cad Bane and then becoming kind of the number one bounty hunter of the galaxy. So that's towards like the end of the Clone Wars. But we never actually got that story arc because, because of the, I, the cancellation. They said
1: that those reels are canon though, I
2: believe. They did. Yeah, they did. So those events did did take place. But, um, but that's kind of where it was it was going to go and I, I do hope that we actually end up Are we getting to see a live
0: action kedbean
2: Oh man, that would be, that would be cool. The, the story would have to take place like you know, time back, time. In, yeah. back in Clone Wars, but, but that would be I sick. think
1: Josh would probably apply for the voice.
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> going <gonna laughs> yeah, to say that too, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> nope. Josh, I know it's been a few years, but yeah. you should uh,
1: whip out your kind of main voice here. Kind of shows what's what it's all about.
2: <laughs> no, nah, people will make fun of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I promise you, I won't mock you. I'll just the worst, laugh the worst, <laughs> the worst thing to do to someone is to put them on the spot and say, Oh, do no. the voice right now. <laughs> With no cue yeah. no and no content.
2: Yeah, I know. Right. Trust me, though, Calvin.
0: No, no, I'd, I'd rather you, you drop that If you've it heard, if you've like heard his
2: voice. voice. Yeah, well, spot no,
0: um Oh, man, you did... I, I was listening to the last episode, and... What was the impression you did, Dave Filoni? That was that was great. I love Oh, it. the
2: Dave yeah, Filoni. Yeah,
0: that was great. Well, I, was like, I had to go and like watch an interview, and I'm like, and to see how accurate it was. It was pretty accurate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, man. That, I appreciate it. Uh, I feel like it's got to be a weekly thing where Dave joins us on the show for this uh, for a little questionnaire. Yeah, we can talk uh, about
1: him a little bit for a second here, because as you're going through that story of Boba, uh, you just made me remember that. When I first saw that series, it was like the story reel where they had the, the duel between Cat Bane and Boba. So it's really cool to actually see how they they must have created Cat Bane in the beginning with the intention of bridging the gap between Boba and Django. So like when you first meet Cat Bane, he's just like this this hokey cowboy bounty hunter. But then, you know, once you once we've seen that reel, we've started to see realize that this was probably a plan from the very beginning that to mm, to have more bounty hunter it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, like to actually tr- make Boba into who we see he is in the original trilogy.
2: Yeah yeah for sure yeah well you know i think there's a plan in place for to have this this arc happen you now uh... and <laughs> uh thanks dave for that comment uh he just pops up you know um, this 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 episode was directed by robert Rodriguez. are you guys familiar oh, with yes the, i am the...
0: very very familiar with robert uh, oh yeah uh, you
2: know what i'm talking about he's you know like, what i'm talking he's about like,
0: He's like a VFX artist, composer, director, actor. And He's the Everything Guy. He's one of the my everything. favorite movies of all time Spike, it's 3D. Um. He's,
2: he's, a, he's a jack. <laughs> okay, well Spy Kids Spy Kids 3D is not my favorite of the series, but no, uh, but, uh, but I mean, Spike like Island. Yeah, I know Spy Kids Two, honestly, I love that movie. I, you know, gr- growing up with Spy Kids, the, it was one of my and now one of my favorite series. Yeah, so and, and now and we now he's directing first
0: reappearance into live action. Yeah, so yeah. like who
3: does he know? that that he got this like who who was like was someone looking they're like no oh, i we need, we no need idea. rodriguez
2: for this he's the only one
3: I, I don't know, but I, I, I got yeah, I major. Well,
2: uh, I I know one of you guys said you got kind of Iron Man vibes when you saw the dark troopers flying. I actually yeah, had yeah, yeah. Kids vibes as well because in the first <laughs> Spy Kids, there's like a whole sequence where people are like jetpacking around. Yeah, and stuff. you're totally right. Oh, dude, right. when Mandalorian, it, when yeah. when Mando was flying
0: holding the the child uh, and flying towards that rock, I was like,
2: yeah, Carmen and Junie, uh, like and whipping Juni. through uh, <laughs> San San, uh, yeah, San Francisco, or, yeah. or what is it, San Diego, whatever. Like they're 100%. like whipping through the streets. On the yeah. jetpack and yeah, 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 totally. Oh my so, goodness! He's like, Josh, yeah, Josh, Josh the out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like nerding out
3: of Spy Kids here. Um, maybe, maybe they'll release like a uh, a Spy Kids 3D edit where like where like the Mandalorian ship gets blown up and then there's like nuts and bolts that fly towards
2: the screen <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be insane. I totally watched that. Um, but yeah, we we got we got Robert Rodriguez for uh, for for this episode, which was pretty cool. Uh, I never he saw it coming, but well? right
3: here, wow.
2: Uh, he- oh no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We, don't, we don't have him here. We'll have to get him for next week. oh man, uh, what a yeah. letdown. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, but this is the first kind of in canon uh on screen the appearance of a of a really kind of og jedi planet called tython which is pretty cool because uh tython goes back in legends like quite far and uh you know it, it does pop up in some of the video games and and uh i don't know uh, does does it pop up in kotor at all or is that only the old no planet?
1: maybe not i think we might have talked about this last week it's not on tour sorry it's on tour it's not on kotor
0: Right,
2: okay, all right. Speaking Did of you, KOTOR, any of you guys play Tor?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, speaking of Kotor, when is Candice Ordo gonna make his live action? <laughs> his debut.
1: I really uh, wanna I hear I think we're about like, a 10, thousand years. years, at least for this. That'd be cool though, because I don't know, they, if they do like a.
0: Like Ancestor.
1: Yeah, like a old Republic series.
2: Oh man, I'm so down for that. Honestly, Actually, by the way, as a side note, today they announced that uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 is coming to mobile. I heard that. Which is uh which is interesting because the first one's been available oh, for a long, yeah. a long time. And they actually said on record, I think a year ago, they said we don't have any plans to bring Nice the Old Republic 2 to mobile, but it's, it's just announced buggy. today that it's going it's gonna come it's gonna to come to mobile. So so that's yeah. that's well, pretty awesome.
1: Hopefully they go ahead and fix it, because if they just do a port, like it's gonna crash a lot. Because <laughs> the original release was released like super buggy. And there was a lot there's a lot of fan uh, like X packs or whatever that fix a lot of the crashing issues and actually take most of the del- deleted content that got cut out at the end because they ran out of time and actually put it back and it actually creates a real ending for the game because they had to release without it being finished.
2: Oh, I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll add content to that. Would be pretty insane.
1: That'd be cool. I mean, all the yeah. all the all the uh, information for the deleted content is in there because the yeah. the modern modern community just took what was already in the game. The actual files, and they just like finished it and implemented it. So they yeah. like, just ran out of time and just had to cut it.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Well, that'll be cool when it comes out. I'll, I'll definitely have to try and try and play that. Uh, but yeah, Tython is uh, is kind of this this very Jedi esque world. And you know, we didn't really get much more than a rock. And uh, does anybody have any on theories
0: a- on who the Jedi he was contacting was? Or I mean, we're assuming that like someone.
2: Oh, I'm glad there. you brought this up. So, just to add on to that question, uh, there is a shot uh, in the show there where, in the very distance, you see him on the rock, and there's like this other person up there. Oh, what? There's like, yeah. So, so like somebody pointed said. that out online, and an it's like super hard to see. Make
0: sure, it's not one of those like guy in jeans problems. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder. They edited that out. Yeah, they out. ghost edited that. And they- yeah. Replaced it and put it back up. Someone, yeah. someone at ILM had like a last-minute note on their shot. Like, you got to get <laughs> <laughs> <You> to <gotta>
1: get- <laughs> Yeah,
2: I think exactly. John Noel did
1: it himself. He just couldn't yeah. leave it up
2: there. <laughs> I don't, my, my theory as to like who he was contacting, like honestly, like I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there, but it's possible that we might get and McGregor showing up as Obi-Wan at some point because I know that there's been – In ghost like, form? Yeah, because I know that there was some sort of like public statement that he was there, right? Like on set. Mm -hmm. And it was while he was filming Kenobi. Yeah, it was while he was filming Kenobi. But it makes me wonder, is he going to be in this show because of that, you know, that that thing, right? Like maybe they just wanted to make sure that people knew, oh, he's only here because of Kenobi. (laughs) And and really, he's actually there filming something in a room with like maybe three other people. So So give them a pretty um, good
1: excuse if they wanted to do that. Like no one yeah. would be any of the wiser.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes like me if all of
1: sudden but... they're holding casting for uh like an Aladdin character, I think people would kind of get a hint of what they're gonna do, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Well and, and <laughs> That's an further... Ezra Pritchard,
1: by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well for, further on top of that, I mean like I mean, like we know that 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 young Luke Skywalker was kind of recreated for episode nine like in that flashback sequence so it is likely that he could at some point maybe make a small appearance in the show as well uh, i don't know when or if that'll happen but you know that's also a possibility do
1: they ever say how far along luke's academy is in this timeline at this point in the mandalorian
2: no they, they haven't said it in the show yet but i think in in canon like i think he's still kind of supposed to be building that so yeah. uh yeah, so I think you this might be working for students.
0: This means that the yeah. Jedi could totally be Kyle katarn right?
2: I dude, I would not be surprised at this point time, the, at like the fact that they've like it. now brought in like Thrawn and Ahsoka and all these characters, like I would not be surprised <laughs> if they reached into that pocket. How? No, and shows up, I'm gonna die. It's
0: gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be Mary Jane calling. That'd her. be a
2: pretty big one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be that would be awesome, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll save that for season three because we've already be had quite a few name drops. It's like it's so. funny
1: that Disney took over Star Wars and they just deleted all of these characters that are post trilogy that everyone loved. And And now, bringing them all back. Yeah, exactly. Now, Dave's just slowly
2: bringing them back
1: into the fold. Like, please forgive them. (laughs) I do not know what they do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um,. Yeah, so I don't know, did you guys get any like fallen order vibes when you saw the child kind of placed onto the rock there and all the ancient like mm, jedi yeah. text around there start glowing and, and Yeah, stuff? the like,
1: glowy thing did seem a little almost video gamey in
0: its styling. Yeah, yeah. I love how he just kept on like bashing into it, and he's like, "Oh no, it's going to totally work this time." And just keeps Just it. try again. It's was knocked like in a It's totally like any video game where you're like, "Oh no, I think I just need to like go a little faster." <laughs> <laughs> I just need to go from the left this time. He, he, he got try the, to...
3: but,
1: the button sequence incorrect.
0: Right,
3: right. Yeah, right. I'm just going to try to crash through this this wall. I'm just going to force it. <laughs>
2: um yeah i i had some pretty some pretty big fallen order vibes like after playing through that last year and you know we're gonna get a sequel to that game too but uh a lot of people speculating at some point that maybe a jedi who shows up because of course you know ahsoka did say like he's supposed to go on this rock and then a jedi is gonna come and find him right so at some point we're gonna get a jedi other than ahsoka showing up so so like you know that's 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 the big question that calvin posed as well because like you know, just to add on to that, it's like, you know, not only do we have the possibility of like Obi-Wan and Luke showing up, but I mean, like what, what Blake said, we got Ezra from Star Wars Rebels that could potentially show up. There's also Cal Kestis from the Jedi Fallen Order video game series, which has not been resolved yet. He very well could show up as well. And the actor who plays him did play uh, uh, Jerome slash the Joker on, on the Gotham TV show. So he's very accustomed to playing a character on, t- on television. So it's it that would be cool, like seeing him in live action. That would be pretty sweet. But um, it's yeah, what's Cal- Calcutarn or Rosh Pennant. It's one of the two. <laughs> Calvin's always <laughs> the character a not on the giant list now. that that could be. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so uh, it's there's a bit of a something that was kind of cleared up in this episode that I guess people have been struggling with for quite a long time now um, is when. Clone Wars season three or something came out. Uh, there was there was an arc or maybe it was season four or five or something. I forget. But there, there was an arc in which uh, Obi Wan goes to Mandalore, and uh, he speaks with a character there, uh, Prime Minister Almack and uh, it's because uh, the there was a member of the Death Watch who was wearing Mandalorian armor that looked very close to Django Fett, who showed up and started killing a bunch of clones and stuff like that and so he goes there kind of seeking answers to to this whole scenario and uh Prime Minister Almec says like oh you know that's he, he doesn't really know anything about it he basically also kind of dismisses the fact that Jango Fett was even a Mandalorian and says like but, you know he was just a common bounty hunter like I don't know how he got that armor at all and and so there's like a lot of uh kind of in canon reason for a long time now that that kind of points evidence towards the fact that jango fett just had mandalorian armor and wasn't mandalorian that's what i I thought too that has uh,
1: now been uncanonized
2: yes so so this is now so now that whole thing has been uncanonized and and now we're breaching back into the legends bag again yeah thanks to dave filoni the civil war right yeah yes yes so the mandalorian civil war boba fett himself just says uh, you know that uh, he basically says that Django was was a was a foundling and that he was taken in um by uh, uh I guess Jaster Muriel. And, there we and go. Just, yeah. Yeah and Is and that who just, was in the books? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, so uh I mean just as a bit of a uh, yeah, it, Bryce, did you want to like fill in a bit um, just about Jaster Mirel and all that, if you know any more?
3: Yeah, I actually don't know too much about it. I know it was like a, it was mainly like a comic series, right? That that whole yeah. series where uh, they Django introduced Fett open the season. yeah yeah they introduced the the Death Watch and then of course they're fighting and the Death Watch is fighting in a civil war against like uh, what are they called the I think they're called like the True Mandalorians or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then there's a. Uh, Pretty much what happens is there's kind of like uh, the Jedi try to broker a piece. It doesn't work out. It ends up in a a giant bloodbath. And then uh, Django Fett kind of has it out against the Jedi from then on uh,
2: because of... That big muck up. Like his, oh um, yeah, because like, Jedi he, would
1: have definitely intervened in that timeline. And
2: yeah, the the Death Watch actually like murder uh Jango's family as right. well. And 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 then Jasta Mareel, like uh who who a part of the True Mandalorians or whatever, like what you're talking about, they were like taking refuge on like his farm, and then and this was when Jango was like a kid, right? And then the Death Watch come in. And uh, some of them get away, but but they actually execute Django's parents. And then Jaster Mereel adopts Django that day kind of thing. And then he becomes one of the true Mandalorians. Ironically enough, because, you know, in canon, we have Prime Minister Almack here saying, like, he wasn't a Mandalorian. But um, so, yeah, he becomes one of the, the true Mandalorians. And then uh, I guess he joins their ranks or whatever. Jaster Mereel eventually dies. And then, you know, hence. And then I don't really know what happened after that in Legends, but um, but. He eventually just became a bounty hunter and and uh, yeah, but it, it makes more sense though that that he's got this history because uh, because Django has always had he, he's always been this kind of guy with a code right uh, and uh, even in the Clone Wars when when Boba is going after revenge for uh, Mace Windu killing killing his father and stuff like that um, when he's on uh, Florum uh, Hondo who's a kind of this pirate character uh, says, no honor. Uh, yeah. It, well, he's yeah. He's 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 the kind of guy who. You, you could say that. Right. And uh, and like, oh, uh, no! <laughs> yeah, and Aura Singh has, Aura Singh and Bosk have like a bunch of Republic troops kind of held hostage and Ahsoka has gone off running for them. And and Plo Koon is there and, and he's asking Boba, who's who's kind of the only one of the group that have been captured, he says, like, where are they? Like, where are the hostages? And Boba's like, why should I tell you anything? I've got no one. And uh, and then Hondo kind of takes him aside and he goes like, tell the Jedi what he wants to know Boba. Like, it's what your father would have wanted. And so like, he actually has like some sense of honor. And so Boba tells him where they are and then they're actually able to save those people. And then later on in the show, like Boba's got all these moments where he does kind of, even though he is a bounty hunter, he does have that sense of honor. And like, I see that in Din Djarin as well, where like, even though he is in this kind of career, it doesn't mean that he's a scumbag like he's actually a protagonist yeah, for sure. right a good so dad. so in this episode i think this is the first episode that we actually see aside from clone wars um a very kind of live action version of like this protagonist version of of boba fett because we're used to seeing him as a villain like we're yeah. used to seeing him as this guy who just takes han solo away from us and delivers him to this slug guy <laughs> so you know like that's that's all generally like people tend to know about the guy and now he shows up and he's here to save the day because he's willing to go along with Din and to save uh, Grogu. So uh, I think that's really nice that we're able to kind of see a little more about this side of the character. and Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And actually, uh, as you were talking through that, I realized something. So in the expanded universe, Boba eventually becomes Mandalore, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yep. So if you remember a couple episodes back, uh, one of the Mandalorians actually said – was talking directly to uh, Din and said, like, we will restore a Mandalore. Yeah. So that could be alluding to, at this point, Boba might be canonized as Mandalore just like he was in the expanded universe.
3: I kind of figured they were alluding to that because uh, also they mentioned something about the – the new Mandalore being, uh, I, I don't know, maybe they actually did mention this. Maybe I'm just making this up, but I thought they said something about like the new Mandalore being a foundling or being uh, like not like a, or something like that. I don't One know. One of the clans yeah. or something. Yeah. I'd have to go back and watch that, that part where uh, she says that, but, but I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. there's like another person that fits that kind of. That'd position. Be, that'd, that'd be notes.
2: interesting because we, we also know that Bo-Katan Kryze, who, you know, being the sister of, Satine from the from the Clone Wars show, um, like she they were kind of at odd ends, right? But Satine was like the Duchess of Mandalore and she's dead now. Yeah. And, and Bo- Bo-Katan was kind of part of the Death Watch and then splinter sailed off of that with a bunch of people once they realized that Maul had taken over that, that whole thing and kind of ruined it. Um, but she's after the Darksaber again because the last time we saw her character was in Star Wars Rebels where Sabine gave her the dark saber after they found it in malls like house or whatever on, on Dathomir. And, uh, and she went on to kind of, I guess, rule the, the remnants of Mandalore back before the original trilogy. And now kind of, you know, 10 ish years later, uh, Moff Gideon has the dark saber, a big massacre had happened. We don't know what happened exactly. And Bo-Katan has been looking for it this whole time. Right. So, so it's also possible that Bo-Katan and, 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 you know Boba are kind of in the same running for for that position as like leader of of Mandalore kind of thing
1: I so, don't think Boba wants to be Mandalore I think, that's yeah, no, the, I in think he, he doesn't that. want to do it but he gets chosen to be it for whatever reason I, I well, do yeah. think it
3: makes more sense for Bo-Katan to be Mandalore like as much as I love the old expanded universe of Boba Fett becoming Mandalore I think it doesn't quite fit his character no yeah, yeah. it's true
1: well, is Mandalore supposed to be elected from just being their greatest warrior? Because that seems uh, very Man- Mandalorian culture to me.
3: Something like that. Something you have to kill. Like, uh, uh, what are those things called? The 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 symbol that skull. What are those? Um, what are those like, beasts called? That they they have a really dumb name. Oh, <laughs>
2: Mandalorian beasts. What are they called? Uh, not uh, sure. Mythosaur. It's a mythosaur. Oh, mythosaur. Yeah. 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 Yeah, not, which at this point I don't know if they exist anymore. Cause yeah. like the in the first season that Ugnot kind of kind of threw that at dinger in and said, like, you're a Mandalorian, you can't even ride a simple bowl. <laughs> yeah. and it's like you're your your kind rode the, the you know, the great Mythosaur. I, I like, thought it was you know. a
1: or whatever he calls it.
2: Oh uh Dude, that's yeah. from Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a there's another creature that Mandalorians ride though, and they're like half machine and half like creature things, from the oh like, yeah, yeah Mandalorians.
2: Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Luke has a Star Wars miniature that that's got that. I, yeah, I totally forget what those are called. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there's so much there's so much around this whole Boba Fett thing now that now that he's kind of officially back, and you know I'm I'm really happy that they brought him back this way. Like, do you guys feel? As if maybe it's gonna take away a bit from the existing characters, or do you feel like this is a good kind of implementation? I feel like
0: it's gonna be the same as Ahsoka. It's gonna be like one episode, maybe two episodes. He's gone. Maybe we'll see him again at some point. Um, I liked. I I really liked how they 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 did make him distinct from Django. Like, um, I mean, obviously the same actor, but I think watching him, you he's giving a different performance than Django. Both like you know visually how he looks, like physically yeah um, like how he fights and how he moves and how he talks and everything i just yeah. love that like when he put on the armor he has like a noticeably like huge like beer gut like he's yeah just, he's definitely got a belly i was
1: wondering yeah. if maybe it's just because he had his other clothing on underneath which he did I so, but yeah. i think he might be fat
0: and i think it's just a big fat dad gut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i okay the last time i saw tamara morrison on screen was in aquaman yeah um and in that show or in that movie uh he 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 wasn't like a big guy like he he definitely like you noticed that he'd aged a lot but uh but yeah his appearance in this show a lot of that's due like you know special Just effects scarring and stuff that they put on via really makeup good, like which really yeah super well done, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did a great like job. He, it, like, it tells a story,
0: right? Just looking at his face, it tells the story of, like, you know, what he went through.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I um, mean, he, he was in, a like, ga- this... gaffy stick, like, seeing, like...
0: Yeah. Even yeah. from far away, but, like, seeing how, like, brutal that thing was, like, in his hands, at least, like... Yeah. Like, you ever realize this thing is, like, solid metal with, like, a metal spike it on it? It had
3: some weight to it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it did. I, mean, not it really, did I was
0: not expecting that. It's yeah. the first time... Yeah. It,
1: on screen, we've seen it actually used. We In a new That's
0: hope, Luke gets, Luke gets like knocked out with one of those things, right?
3: Yeah. Can you imagine
1: Luke's yeah, skull, skull
0: shattering?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like
3: he's got a
1: crater in the side of his head for the rest of the series. So. Yeah. Thank
3: <laughs> gosh, these Tuscan Raiders had noodle arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Apparently, yeah, uh, Tamara Morrison kind of changed
2: his voice a bit for the role made it a bit more gravelier. and uh, Yeah, yeah he does. He does older. do that because I've actually, I've listened to him on behind the scenes and like he sounds a little more uh, New Zealander. Like when yeah. you just yeah. talked yeah. to he actually sounds mm-hmm. a lot like Taiko Watiti, but like yeah. a little lower, a little lower pitch. But so yeah, he actually does do that voice. Yeah, and, but even like his and,
0: accent was a lot more posh as Django. And this is like yeah. almost yeah. like swaying a little bit more towards like the original, um, I forget his name, Jeremy Block. Is it the original voice for, for both of uh, yeah no, cuz well, you you can see, but you can see that he's trying he's not trying to sound mm-hmm. exactly like Yeah Jango. that's true. Yeah, he's so trying Jango to be a different character. Yeah. Did
2: voice over that line though in the original Yeah, tomorrow yeah, Tamora Morrison did do the Sorry, he yeah. did redo yeah, you no, know, he is Django, dude. Let's just accept Remembered. it. Yeah, Let's yeah. just accept it. Tamura is Django. Uh, yeah, he did redo those lines for the special editions uh, DVDs and and the Blu-rays and stuff like that. So so that is his voice now in the original He's trilogy. Good or but, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's no good to me dead. <laughs> uh, it's like but his yeah, only he's... line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he did do those lines over. But yeah, he, it's it's like I mean, at this point, he's kind of aged a bit more as well, so he he would sound maybe a little different. He's also gone into a Sarlacc pit, so yeah, I, was I say mean, maybe I can I can imagine good. he would he would sound even more different than that. And when he did those voiceovers, that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, um, but uh, or maybe 16 years ago or whatever now, but but yeah, like he's like I like I like what you said, like he's trying to be his own character. He's not trying yeah. to be Django, yeah, uh, in this role, and and I think like that should help a lot of people. Except the fact that Boba is a clone, right? Like, and mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of the show, like if you know, for anybody like who has tuned into Clone Wars, um, uh, listening out there, like you'll know kind of what I'm talking about when I say that a lot of the the, I guess, focus in that show was actually dedicated to making the clones unique. Like a lot of those characters was, was, there was so many arcs where they actually went into the whole philosophical kind of like, these are people, not droids. And these people are men and these men have their own names and their own identities. And I think the biggest arc in that whole show that did that was the whole general Pong Krell when he just treated them like garbage and and then eventually they actually like fight back and realize that he's just a corrupt jedi but um but yeah he just treats them like scum and doesn't look at them as people at all he looks at them as like in fact he intentionally
1: tries to kill them off because he
2: yeah he just he despises the fact that they're just like these creations that they were bred in a laboratory right so um, yeah, and, and Boba being like pure genetic replication, like no modification at all. He is the son of Django Fett. And even though he looks and sounds like him, he's still got his own, you know. Life experiences. Life. Like he's, he's a different yeah. person. Yeah, and, and, and as we know from the Clone Wars show, like Dee Bradley Baker voices all of them. But he actually intends to, like he brings a certain unique flair to each of those characters. So like Rex sounds different than Cody. And, and he does that on purpose because, because of that whole thing, like, because they want all that must those It's such just a so hard unique. job.
1: You, you play like yeah. 10 of the same voice, but you have yeah. to make them all like different and then talk to yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so we a Razor Crest blew up. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I was actually just looking through my notes and I spotted that. Like that's, that's a that's bold a,
3: move. I like it.
1: That is a, agreed. That is a very bold move. And I'm going to tell you my biggest fear at this point now. And well, actually, it probably won't happen. But I know a couple episodes back we're talking about if if the Mandalorian is going to get Slave One. But now the Boba's back. He won't, I would think, unless some reason Boba dies. But. Yeah, it makes me wonder what they're going to replace it with. Because I, I don't want it to be slave one. Uh,
3: if no, hate- no, he should be his own thing, right? Just like he should be separate from Boba Fett. Like, Agreed. Yeah. I do not want them to
1: try to like fan service that in somehow. But you right. know, they I, I
3: think, I think it's so cool. Like you, you, this is something that like you kind of that never really happens. Like, like I, up until that point, I didn't really think about how how screwed you are in Star Wars if your ship mm-hmm. gets blown up. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, ultimately, like you're just
2: stuck on this like crappy That's like good planet. Point. That's a good point because the second episode of this season was like just that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, and it's not like it's not like this is a like a like a main character, or some like rich person that can just uh, just buy another just ship, buy another one. Yeah. Yeah, like ships are worth a lot, and like losing it is a really big deal.
0: The thing is, I feel like I feel like your fears are exactly what's going to happen. That yeah, they introduced the slave one and they destroyed the razor, razor Crest in the same episode. I don't think that's a coincidence. I, <laughs> I, but Boba's, I, Boba's I, still there, man. Boba's still there, so I'm not going to just take Boba's ship. Is he yeah, going to die though.
2: <laughs> he's going
0: to die, or he's going to give it to him. He's, oh, I'm retired. He's gonna I don't need
1: the- it anymore. Here are the keys, kid, and tosses it to <laughs> him. <laughs>
2: This, one, this, this ship was mine, and my father's before me, and now it's yours.:
3: I don't think they will. I feel
1: like Dave realizes that that's not what people would want. Yeah. So I think that would make people, people think he's in. gonna
0: buy like some really crappy ship from like a port, and it's gonna be like another whole arc where he's to like upgrade his ship. And it's
1: he's like... basically did that, done that already in this season. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I don't
1: know. Up up and... it. He, he's kind
3: of he kind of knows like some uh, mechanics and stuff. Like I don't know if something can happen there with all the people
0: he's met. I don't know though. Yeah, hmm. they'll, just fix, they'll just fix the ship again. They've already done that like three times, right?
1: That's true. <laughs> it has war, blown war. up. The, jab, the Jawas show. fixed
0: fixed in like an hour <laughs> it's yeah on, so at least the, you no know, they just gave him the him parts. Knob is is well and good it's it's fine so i think the, the jaw
1: was stripped in like an hour the uh, him and the um the Ugnaught rebuilt it overnight
2: yeah, oh yeah overnight yeah yeah right <laughs> do you do you think that it's <laughs> a possibility right, that perhaps the title of the show the mandalorian will eventually refer to a group of mandalorians rather than just dinjarin and, and maybe maybe, maybe yeah. that boba is actually going to be like a part, permanent part figure. of its crew yeah
3: well like bo-katan boba will get together you know he will exactly yeah, yeah.
0: Do, you think armor. It's building, do you think it's building to something that big or do you think it's going to stay like intimate and small like it is
2: I, I don't know. I mean, that, I that's, like that's small, the thing. feels
0: like Monster of the Week style where it's like each each episode is like a new
2: quest and like a new character. I like that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, like <laughs> when when they were like having these discussions way back in 2005 or whatever, like the rumor had it that the live action show at the time, which was called Star Wars Underworld, would have focused on kind of that that younger Boba kind of character at some point and uh it's also a a storyline that got scrapped in the video game 1313 which a lot of people wanted yeah and uh and so like it is it is a possibility that maybe they'll they'll make boba a permanent character in this show because of because of that fan kind of want and then always never getting right um so yeah i don't know i think it's a possibility i wouldn't put a whole lot of money on it but but i mean it's it's you know the possibilities there for Somebody. sure hmm. yeah um so we got uh we got dark troopers actually in action in this one and well uh, in
1: action they swooped in took the kid and swooped out i mean they didn't. that's go, right
2: yeah it audience. was enough it was enough for me though to to be confirmed that that they're actually like robots which points evidence toward the fact that yes. they're actually phase one maybe two <laughs> yeah I, those- I don't, so funny, cause
1: to me it just reminded me so much of Iron Man 2, and all I could think about was No no no, suit's no good. You want to throw it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More drones. More <You> drones. <laughs> People make mistakes. Drone better. Drone better. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though. Like Ivan, exactly Ivan what happened. Vanco. Yeah, Ivan Vanco style. Uh but yeah, like I it's uh when I first saw them in the first episode that they showed up in, I actually thought that they might have been suits for you know, the the phase two, three kind of like look, uh, but uh, I guess they're, you know, you know, droid style. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know if they'll bring in the whole phase thing into the whole dark trooper thing. Cause you know, there's fate, there's three phases in star Wars legends for the dark troopers and they all kind of differentiate. Like the first one, they're, they're robots. The second one, I think they were suits. And then the third one, they were definitely suits, but they're like more like Hulkbuster style suits. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so evidence points towards the fact that they're probably phase one. And uh, my question to you guys, just yes or no, do you think they're made of Beskar?
3: No. no. Oh maybe. Uh, nah. Nah. I'm gonna
1: Speaking go with question. that. I feel like that's a lot of Beskar though.
2: <laughs> but well, we, we know that about... the Empire's we know they... that the Empire's been taking the Beskar, right? Yeah. And we know that They're a. I mean, Thrawn is kind of now in the picture, right? So, assuming that maybe this is a Thrawn project, like, is it maybe likely that they're designed to combat Jedi? Do they really need that, though? There's like. Yeah, they don't really. They know about like one Jedi.
1: Like, Luke is like the only
2: one really
1: that they're aware of.
2: Are they though that's that's the thing like i mean like i mean ahsoka's been running around out there and and you know people the magistrate works for thrawn and she knew she knew about her um and then of course thrawn knew about ezra he's still around um seems like a lot uh, of
1: effort for a couple jedi
2: but yeah i I don't know i will say the story points are there because
1: where did they get all that beskar from they probably have more they wouldn't give all of it to the mandalorian for the right the, the job of that kid so
2: I guess I guess yeah, the, it's possible. I, it'll be confirmed, to think, as soon as someone takes a shot at one and realizes. Maybe yeah,
1: exactly. Like, yeah. And maybe that was part of the idea why they didn't take the shot this time around, because they wanted to save. the that yeah.
2: yeah, that's that's what that's what's kind of like got these thoughts going. Cause like he could have just, you know, fired up at one of them at least. But yeah, I guess being said, if yeah.
1: Django like took them out with slave one, I didn't even think best would hold that thing together. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: flowing to pieces of best car.
2: Well, well al- although the massive super laser blew up, yeah. Uh, yeah. Razor crest and the staff survived. So that's I don't know. different
1: though, because I'm sure there's different parts of the droid that could like separate and tear apart. Whereas that's just, just like a, like a pole.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I, 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 it kind of ran through my head at one point. I was like, oh, maybe maybe that's why they were collecting the Beskar. I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Boba also kind of shares a little bit more. Well, we already talked about the whole the whole thing, but uh, he shows Din Djarin that the armor was was is actually his because it's his father's kind of thing and mm-hmm. all this stuff. That was really he's cool. Got his receipt. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got his like receipt, it was, like in his. It was wrist, the gene like. code. It was the yeah. gene code of the armor. Well, it makes me wonder, like, why? I, well, I guess obviously in the story, like, you know, they were saving that moment, but I don't know. It always kind of like it kind of begged me the question, like, oh, why didn't he just do that before, like, Dinjarin? Like, why? I would curiosity, like, I would probably check. Maybe that thing maybe he didn't go, know like, oh, it was
1: on there. I mean, each armor set's different, so maybe it yeah, have maybe. Info. But yeah, what I, I thought so. would have been funny is when. Uh, Boba like hits the thing. He's like, "That's my father's DNA, and that's mine." (laughs) And then, funny (laughs) if the Mandalorian was like, "Wait a minute, they're the same."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there's something fishy going on here. (laughs) what the heck? (laughs) Um, so now we know why Cara Dune was tossed that badge. Uh, This came up when Reed Mm, was was with us uh, two weeks ago, or whatever it was, but. Uh, he mentioned that it would come up because, um, because it could be used as like a, uh, what is it, like a free pass kind of thing? If it ever yeah, came up. Yeah. He talked
1: about it being the same as what we see in the sequel trilogy or it's a, I guess it would be like a badge, but they, they use it as in, in that series as a, uh, representation of your rank. And in it actually has a code that allows you to leave the planet has, or like scan in or whatever. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I guess now it turns out that this badge uh, has been put to use, and it kind of confirms that she's taken up a job with the New Republic as as a marshal, uh, legitimately. Because before she was kind of doing it unofficially. Well, I mean, so, she could uh,
1: still technically be doing it unofficially and just like have it on her person to if she wants to show it or whatever, but not technically. Well, work for them because she kind of like
2: brushed them off so i don't know maybe she had some time to think about it Well, maybe maybe she she did say she's got guidelines to follow though when like he when he asks her that he's got to like break somebody out of out of prison right and uh, she's like oh i got rules to follow now kind of thing so um so i actually i do think that she took the job and that she's actually getting paid for this uh but uh yeah it's it's a it's interesting because like It's like, like I mentioned earlier, like he's, he's, he's a bounty hunter who's got this career, who is kind of, uh, thrown out of the guild for a a short time there and then taken back and the empire has been hunting him. And, you know, he's had some run-ins with the new Republic and he's not a scumbag, but now he's actually at the point where he's got people on the inside who actually have his respect and everything like that, who work for the new Republic. It makes me wonder at some point, maybe if he'll ever team up with the new Republic, To take on some of these imperial forces that are still out there
1: i think it'll Um, happen it's pretty much just a matter of time honestly
2: yeah
3: i'm not sure it'll happen directly it's not quite that kind of show but the rebels or like the rebellion always seems to be like there kind of at the same time just by chance (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Hmm. i don't
1: know uh, but the thing is with the that x-wing pilot uh, he was talking about how like they're stretched real thin or whatever, and they're having trouble in the in the outer rim. Like I don't. To me, it seems like at some point they're gonna. There's gonna be some correlation where he's gonna need to do a job directly for the rebellion.
2: Hmm. Oh yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, well, and then that's maybe when we get you know Luke Skywalker showing up or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind we're, have, we're, I kind of
3: have. I kind of have one getting... thing that's outstanding right now. Where who. Exactly, is um, Boba's kind of sidekick character. Have we seen her before?
2: Am I just oh, Fenix? Yeah, y- yeah. So she was in that season one episode uh, called uh, "The Gunslinger." I forget which chapter it was, but uh, it's when. It's Mandalorian – early and, it's like and yeah. Three, it's like the first time that we see Tatooine again, and uh, right. he teams up with uh, that kid who's like brand new uh, oh, yeah. to the guild, yeah. And he gives him this job of taking down Fennec, and he's like, Kid, like, you're way out of like, she's yeah, like yeah, this yeah. assassin, and yeah. And then they go after her, and they have that whole speeder sequence where uh, you know, they're at nighttime kind of cruising towards her on the hill, she's um, sniping them, so yeah. So he in the more like he goes off to find one of the Banthas because one of the speeders gets taken out. And then uh, she tells him, like while she's in handcuffs, like while he's gone, uh, it's like, hey, that Mandalorian, that's the one that that the whole guild is after. Like if you bring him in and the kid that he's with, uh, you know, they'll they'll take you in and probably give you a lot more than than what I'm worth even. So, uh, so he sh- is, like unexpectedly, like I think it, it, it sh- it's supposed to shock everybody watching, but he just like whips out his gun and just shoots her in the stomach, right? And then just takes off. And then at the very very end of the episode. Uh, there's like, you know, what we now are confirmed to have Boba Fett, uh, you know, walks up to the body. All you see is his boots hmm, and like the, yeah. the cloak that he's wearing. And, uh, and you just assume that that's gonna, you know, be a like, thing. Yeah. Be a thing like later on where she comes back or something, yep. you know, who knows, I right? I that Boba so, walked up at the yeah, end. Yeah, me too. So I forgot yeah. a, about yeah, that whole
3: part, to be honest.
2: Yeah. It was like um, one scene, but they actually played it in the, in the flashback, like, or in the, in the you know recap. what happened before you know yeah, on yeah. in this episode is like the first scene that they open up with so uh yeah so it's it, it's kind of cool how they how they've like pre-planned all this stuff it was kind of um, funny because
3: i saw i saw that character and i didn't really recognize her immediately and my first yeah. thought Dude, was that I'm like off. yeah and my first thought that this is just someone that like boba fett met on tatooine after getting out of the sarlacc pit <laughs> and oh. then and then i'm like <laughs> yeah what sort of wound makes a giant, like, like a, like a, like a, a slash belly. Yeah, I'm like, did, like, is this someone that, like, Luke Skywalker, like, cut? like through the stomach and then they tell this yeah, like it. A huge yeah. story in your head yeah. to i know i know and that's that's what i came up with but
2: i'm like that, yeah. that works it was, <laughs> yeah. body, it's good yeah I'm actually like, i think a, a lot of people are in the same place though because i saw um on the there was some sort of post online where somebody had commented on that on a, a screenshot of her stomach and said like can somebody fill me in? And then all these comments, like, dude, watch season one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was, I was like, oh, brutal. And then but, just uh, me in the comments. It was Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just trolling. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it, I guess it's, I guess. I mean, I, I actually rewatched the first season before, before going into the second season. But I guess if it, w- it was a year ago now, so I guess it would be a little... A little mm-hmm. easy to, to forget that that part, but uh, but yeah, she she was basically just shot in the gut. So
3: it's so funny. Uh, the other sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you one more time. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all good. I gotta get these two things off my of
2: my mind. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah.
3: Can anyone like stormtroopers can't hit anything unless it's a man wearing Beskar armor. <laughs> I, like, yeah, like, he gets absolutely he lit up. Off like yeah. like how him. how are they getting like like no one gets hit the entire time and then he's just like he can't stop getting hit like he can't even <laughs> like
1: shoot properly he's just like Move, uh, like thrown around so much uh, for the impact yeah yeah that's you say, really you say out you out got there.
2: a bone to pick with uh, with somebody at, at Lucasfilm there yeah <laughs> yeah funny? I do
3: I wasn't thrilled with the action sequence in this episode Yeah, that's but funny. uh yeah that's, I just thought it was really funny I wanted to point it out
2: yeah I know yeah, that's a good point yeah yeah uh, alright do any of you guys have anything else or should I, should I wrap up here
0: only, only other thing I noticed is that I noticed when um when Grogu did like the force grab thing to get that little uh little gear shift knob i it sounded like the sound design sounded like when darth vader does the choke like the force choke like i feel like we've never we don't usually hear the force like i don't mm, correct me yeah. if i'm wrong but i feel like we don't usually hear the force unless it's like mm. dark side energy no oh, you force push noises yeah but not like the, if you listen to it again it's like this deep bassy like very distinct sound that to me, I mean, at least I've only heard that when I've heard like uh, like forced choke.
2: Like, oh, no, you're thinking, yeah, the very like prominent kind of uh, like scene in episode is four true. when Vader's like choking the guy is. And living. you hear that like deep sub.
3: There's like a deep yeah, warble. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it's and, like, true.
3: Actually, it I just thought true. it was like, interesting
0: because it usually like when Luke is training with Yoda and stuff, it's like silent, right? Like he's pulling the rocks, it's just completely silent, and then you hear this like, and he like grabs it, and
2: then he's right. like or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that's a good point actually like I guess I guess through the movies Well, I don't know like in the prequels. Did we hear a lot of? force effects
3: <sighs> Only if they force, were like physical yeah. yeah, if they were like yeah. physical things yeah, that they were doing then yeah, but just floating stuff not really I
2: don't Yeah think. Huh? Yeah, well yeah, it's, yeah um, Interesting observation. It's insane, dark side, isn't yeah, it, mm-hmm. I think. yeah, yeah. Some people have pointed that out actually. That that maybe uh, maybe the child's gonna turn into a villain or something. Yeah, old know. Darth <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty scary stuff. But uh, is, and yeah, really so... the
1: dark saber.
2: oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be so, that would be kind of weird. Like it was, like the hilt is like longer than his body.
3: Yeah, It's two handed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can you imagine? Grogu comes out with a two-handed dark saber, and Dave Filoni is
2: never allowed to do anything ever again. With Star Wars.
3: <laughs> He's
1: just, just a medium uh, fire. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, it was pretty close to that when he came up with uh, the the helicopter lightsabers. But... Oh man,
1: uh, it still bothers me.
2: Yeah, it bothers it bothers all. <laughs> um, it doesn't even make anyway. sense. <laughs> anyway, thanks thanks for coming on guys. I guess we'll we'll catch you maybe next week.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, thanks sounds for good. having me on, man. Thanks
2: for having us. All right. Thanks, boys. And uh, thank you all for tuning in once again to Star Wars Escape Pod. Always great to have you guys back. And if you can do this the genuine favor of uh, sharing this show or this episode with a friend, maybe a Star Wars fellow uh, a Star Wars, uh, a fellow Star Wars fan and uh, and or putting on your social media that uh, you tune into Star Wars Escape Pod. And if you're on Twitter or uh, Facebook, feel free to tag us in there as well. Um, also feel free to reach out to our email, which is the escape outlook at outlook.com, or uh, send us a tweet at swescapepodcast. Like our Facebook page, you can look us up on there, and uh, drop a voicemail, which is uh, in the description as well. It's our speak pipe address, so, uh, multiple ways to reach out to us. It's always great to hear from you guys. It's not your, uh, your, your, your. Listener mail does not go uh, unnoticed and uh, really appreciate uh, all the fan theories and stuff that we're we're seeing in here. So it's always really cool to kind of read what you guys are thinking about the show. uh, The Mandalorian, that is. But uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, as far as the podcast goes, uh, we're thinking about doing a quick kind of express news episode on a weekly basis. And if you like that idea, uh, let us know. I ran a, a poll on Twitter, which uh, kind of went unresponsive. But if you uh, if you have some thoughts as to what you'd like to hear, I know there's multiple avenues for that. Uh, but if you want to hear it here on Star Wars Escape Pod, please uh, let us know. So in the meantime, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. May the Force be with you.